1: Welcome to The Favorites, the podcast presented by Bet365. We are part of the Action Network. Today is our NFL Week 5 Sunday recap episode. I am Chad Millman, and I'm joined by my BFF, my companion, my compadre, my co-host, professional better, Simon Hunter. Hello, Simon.
2: Hey, Chad. How we doing, brother?
1: My voice is a little scratchy at the end of the day today, a couple of yells, but dude, we had a thrilling early window. No joke, those three games we won in that window, which was Indy, Atlanta, and Pittsburgh, all came down to the final couple couple of minutes. All of them had turnovers, safeties, touchdowns, penalties, all of it that could have hurt us. Instead, they all went our way. I chalk it up to luck and preparation. Simon. We are three and one on the day. The Niners being one of our biggest bets of the year later tonight. How are you feeling?
2: Feeling pretty good. I'm feeling, I'm like the same as you. It feels like we got lucky. Like a lot of the bets definitely broke our way, but whenever you're, you know, the guy you're betting on, like Richardson goes down and we admit you come in and we're still able to somehow cover that number, feel pretty lucky when me and you wouldn't switch out any picks because we wanted to keep Atlanta and that was a good number, and it landed literally right on two, which is crazy because it's like Chris Chris was able to cover his two-and-a-half. We were able to cover our one-and-a-half. Um, that, that's always pretty nice. But, I mean, you said before it came on, that Pittsburgh game is like you just play the number, forget all the BS, all the other stuff, everything you're breaking down, all the logic you try to make of the stupid sport we call football. That was just the classic. You take the number, little things have to break our way, and they did. Like that game – we felt dead. I mean, I don't know about you. I felt dead that whole first half. It was like that offense had nothing. Kenny had nothing. Classic example of momentum. Like they get that block bunt, flip the momentum of the game. Somehow, again, we were down 10-8 with <laughs> the Ravens had the ball, getting ready to score, at least kick a field goal. And the whole game flips. We get the pick in the end zone and we, ever, we end up Pittsburgh outright winning uh 17 10. So
1: yeah, we're gonna um, we're de- gonna get into that game a little fun. bit deeper. We're gonna get we're gonna get into that game a little bit deeper. Uh, incredible Sunday for Convince Me This Morning. Uh, if you're not watching our pregame show, what is wrong with you? Catch it at 11 a.m. Eastern on Actions YouTube page or in the action app. Simon, you nailed your player prop, which was um you had uh, Devon HN anytime touchdown. Stucky had Bijan anytime touchdown. Uh, You had the Texans-Falcons under, Raybon had the Baltimore Steelers under, he had Texans plus two and a half. It was, it was
0: awesome.
1: Plus we did pretty well. We got our foxhole right. We got our big balls right. We got our executive decision right. As a reminder, the Favorites Podcast is presented by Bet365. Bet365 doesn't do ordinary. That's why you get more boosts with them than with anyone else. Every day, they power up the odds on hundreds of bets to give you a chance to win more. Bet365 boosts specific markets, your winnings, and even parlays. And they don't stop there. Keep an eye out for their biggest and best odds with the incredible super boost Check out the boosts and see why it's never ordinary. At Bet365, you must be 21 or over and 18 or over in Kentucky and present in Colorado, Iowa, Kentucky, New Jersey, Ohio, or Virginia. Gambling problem? Call 1-800-GAMBLER in Colorado, Kentucky, New Jersey, Ohio, and Virginia or 1-800-BETS-OFF in Iowa. Terms and conditions and restrictions apply. By the way, talk about Bet365 super boosts. Uh, I do videos for Bet365 every Wednesday. They asked me to run down best bet, same game parlay, money line parlay. My same game parlay has hit for the past few weeks. This week, it was uh, Lions team total, um, I think over 20 and a half. It was Aiden Hutchinson anytime sack and uh, David Montgomery anytime touchdown. How about that? How do you (laughs) As a a reminder, you can catch every episode of The Favorites live on our YouTube page. For those subscribing or those enjoying on YouTube, don't forget to give us a like. Subscribe to the Action Network YouTube page. All right. We had Pittsburgh plus three and a half in the contest. It closed at four and a half. We had Atlanta minus one and a half in the contest. It closed at two and a half. We had Indy plus two and a half. We're going to get deeper into that game. We had Denver minus two and a half. You get what you deserve when you bet on the Broncos or the Jets for that matter. We have San Francisco uh, minus three and a half remaining. Um, I would say, Simon, the biggest game that we considered that we passed on in the contest was Saints plus one and a half, which was my exact decision this week. And the contest is interesting, right? And and part of the spine of our show is doing this contest. We got 12,000 people that signed up for it. We want to do it well in the contest. And last week we were five and zero. this week we're three and one, but we've changed our strategy a little bit. The contest lines are dynamic, so they're always changing, but once you lock, you're locked. So you could lock on Thursday, and if you are happy with your numbers, you keep those. But if you decide you want to change, then you got to change everything and go with any number that's available in the contest. So we, this morning, we're starting to, you know, we locked our games on Thursday and then this morning we were looking at the numbers. Pittsburgh was at four and a half and New Orleans was at one and a half. We liked both of those a lot, but Atlanta had moved to two and a half. And um, I think, uh, and we didn't like that. At all. And Denver had moved to two and a half. Denver had been at one and a half. So we decided to stay where it was. I feel like I'm okay with that at the end of the day.
2: Yeah. I'll never complain about three and two week if, if we don't cover four hours tonight, but we have to still have a chance of four and one. So um talk all the time the goal is i know it sounds boring but the goal every week is three and two and that's that's been good to us the one year we finished in the top 25 that's pretty much what we averaged i think we went 62 percent last year we went 63 percent but like our own tournament here there are so many people we only finished top 100 even though we did better the year before um it's just when you're in these huge contests there's just it's just really hard to get to the top so uh yeah three and two three and four and one that's that was the goal hopefully today and uh still still pretty pretty confident in this 49ers team. So um yeah. yeah, got again, we'll dive into the games here, but I, I felt like, yeah, Denver, terrible read. But the other games, like we, we really did talk about how we predicted how to play out, and they kind of all did the same the way we predicted. The only one that really shocked me was that drive by CJ at the end of that Houston game. Like that yeah. was incredible where the kid did nothing, couldn't get in the end zone all game. And then with all the pressure, everything. Going against him, down six, gets the ball, drives the whole field. Um, what can you say about this kid from Houston? Just, just incredible, his poise and everything, just through five games into the season.
1: All right, well, let's talk about that game for a minute. Because Atlanta, um, when we talked about this game last Sunday, the line was three and a half. And we immediately said, we'll wait until this gets under three. And the Wise Guys came in, and they bet C.J. Stroud, and they bet this number under three and a half. They bet it under three. It got down to one. I betted it at one and a half on the way back. And then it started going back up. And the wise guys loved CJ Stroud. And this was like, there were a couple 50-50 games and we happened to be on the right side of both of them. Um, but this one was dividing the betting community because of CJ Stroud, who was great in the game. Like that, that last drive, what did you see in that last drive which put the Texans ahead with less than two minutes left.
2: I mean, I just saw a guy that just didn't panic. Like, even when they're in these third, I mean that touchdown might have been on third and nine. Like he kept getting these long third down positions, and he just never really seemed phased by it. And it's like it's just crazy. You see these other guys like Mac Jones, who looks totally lost, and these other guys in the league that are like they've been in it for a long time. They look completely lost, where this kid doesn't have an all-star cast around him. I mean, he just got back his starting tackle this week. Um, he's been doing this week in, week out. And what I predicted about the game came true, where it's like this kid's going to struggle. Like the, the film's out on him. The defense is going taking away the things he wants to do. And he did for three and a half quarters. The kid couldn't put it together. But when you saw in that drive what makes him so great, which is just the accuracy, his calmness in the pocket, making the right reads. and. Still no turnovers. It, it's it's crazy to watch right now. So that's why I feel really lucky we got the best of the number and we covered the number just because that was the right spot. Like we were fading a rookie on the road after he's looked lights out. Um, again, we'll talk about this upcoming week. I don't know if we're, we have to do it again, but uh, the public is just totally in love with this kid and this Houston team. I mean, he just keeps covering them for them. So um, definitely depends what side of the line you're on. But if you're on that Houston side, you're feeling pretty happy today.
1: Yeah, there's some, there's some uh already some numbers that I'm interested in that we're gonna talk about later in the show. Uh, some early leans. Um, but this game was insane. Like the Falcons, you know, we had previewed it in the favorites film session, talking about the Falcons running game. And today, Desmond Ritter was brilliant. Like, I don't know where that came from, but he was throwing darts down the seam. He was making the right plays. To be honest, the only reason the Falcons, the Texans were even in that game is because of back-to-back fumbles on back-to-back drives when, in the second one, the Falcons were knocking on the red zone. And so they tried to give this game away in every possible way. Uh, like Desmond Ritter was was lights out. He's now undefeated at home in college and the NFL. And
2: yeah, in high and school, I think. I, again, I just feel lucky. The guy had seven points in the first half. Like, thank God the defense yeah. held the three, way, three field goals. Um, we really escaped on that one.
1: All right. Uh, another game, which actually I never felt nervous about. Last week, we loved Indy when it opened minus one and a half. And on the Thursday show, Simon, you made a big show of praising me for a call that I made. And you're like, I'm giving Chad his flowers. I can't remember what the game was. So I must return the favorite. This time last week, I might have been leaning Titans, and you very politely walked me back. Some people might have said it sounded like you were mean to me, but you weren't. And because you are very thoughtful, you in the middle of our epic runs today, you slacked me and Matt, Matt Mitchell and told him to pull a clip of how you said to me to walk to not like the Titans this week. Mitchell will drop it in the show. So, you said you thought we'd be fading Mike Vrabel this yeah.
2: week.
1: Here's the problem. They're a one point dog at Indy.
2: Yeah, that's why you're fading them, Chad. <laughs> you think that's a good number? You're getting good value there?
1: I don't feel anything. That right line stinks.
2: Come on, that line stinks. Tell me what. So, let the public bet it. We'll, we'll get the Colts as a dog. Like, people are going to come in like you. They're going to take Tennessee here.
1: Uh uh-uh. uh. I'm not doing anything yet. Don't be mean to me on Sunday nights just because you haven't slept for days. All praise to you. You nailed this because we betted at one and a half when the Colts were minus one and a half. And then we betted again when the Colts were dogs all the way up to two and a half. The entire world was against us in this one. This was our foxhole. Well done, Simon Hunter.
2: Yeah, another game that took a year off my life. Like, I hate, sometimes you hate this job. And that's one of them where it's like Richardson goes down. I have a ton of money tied to this game. And I might have been the opening drive. Titans went right down the field, score a touchdown. I'm just like, well, that that's how it goes. Like that was a terrible read. Uh, but luckily Minshew makes big throws. And man, is there a better backup in football right now? The kids got two wins. Um, you know, wins that Ravens game, wins this game. And, you know, you gotta be feeling pretty good if you're a uh Colts fan, because it seems like Richardson's not that hurt. So um able to get the win. Hopefully he's back in a week or two. And you know, he just had some bad luck. People want to say he's injury-prone and everything like that. I mean, the one play was stupid. He he fell on his back. He hit the back of his head, got concussion. This play, it was just the same old big D tackle landed on his shoulder when he took him to the ground, and that those injuries are going to happen in football. So um, for the Colts, I hope he does come back soon because you can see that running style when you have to account for the quarterback that just takes the defender away. Um, I don't think it was Taylor had a big day either. I think it was Moss had a really good day for the Colts team. So... Um, yeah, it feel, feels good, Chad, that we always preach it. If you, if you like a number that's bad and it keeps moving against you, you just keep bending it all the way. You just trust the model, trust the number and couldn't, couldn't get enough of those two and a half. and so they're just stuck there all weekend. Anyone wanted to, and people came in on that Titans team and we just, we said it last week, that line just stunk. So it feel, feels good to be on the right side of that one.
1: I will tell you, I, I made a note in my notebook here while I was watching the game of how I felt when uh, Anthony Richardson went out and Gardner Minshew came in. And I wrote, I'm actually not that concerned. I, I felt like that the Colts were playing really well and they play with a level of confidence that they haven't played with in the past when Frank Reich was the coach. And Shane Steichen and Gannon too, we've talked about this in Arizona, like those two Philadelphia coordinators, they got their guys playing and, and, you know, it didn't work out for the Cardinals today. Another game I'm glad we passed on because I was so tempted each day to bet the Cardinals and just stayed away from it. And also was nervous about the Bengals, but the Colts, like they play hard. Their linebacker. Who's leading Franklin, I think is his name is, who's leading the league in tackles. Um, they're a really interesting team. I'm not, I, I'm, I'm fascinated by this team.
2: Yeah, they're a fun team, but they're definitely a team that's hard to get a read on. Like, a lot of people say they just can't really get a read on this team. That's why they won Tennessee, and I, I totally get that, but I feel like I do have a good read on this team. I kind of get what they're good at, what their strengths are, and what their weaknesses are, and, you know, I'm not here to give away all the secrets, but if if I come in so hard at someone when they're trying to go the other side where it's like there's just something fishy about a line, you know, it's usually, usually a little indicator. Again, I don't – these Sunday shows, is tough because – I don't have any data, right? It nothing's running the model. Me and Chad are just coming on here, reacting to a live show, reacting live to the line. So that's why it's like, yeah, I might not have been dead on about um, my Colts take, whatever I said Sunday night, but I I do know by Tuesday I was like, this is a game we're gonna be all over. So um, yeah, that that that's nice. Where by Thursday show I was like scared because like the line moved totally against us, but totally worked out. We just took the value in, never no, never a doubt in the plus two and a half.
1: Well, it was also fun this week um, because I felt so stupid on Sunday night when I said I was leaning Titans and you're like, I don't know if you want to do that. And I, by by the end of the week, after you had done Anthony Richardson in the favorites film room and broken him down, um, and even by Thursday afternoon when we were doing the podcast and everybody else was on the Titans, you were like, oh, I don't know, I'm getting a little nervous, but I'm like, you know what? I've, I, I'm fully convinced the Titans, I mean, the Texans, uh, the Colts, are the right side um, because you had swayed me so aggressively. I'll ask you one question though: What are they good at? I, I, I watched that whole game and I cannot figure out why they keep winning, other than they may they're aggressive. I think Shane Steichen is a really good coach and makes. Yeah, sure they say great, calls. great play calling. That's what it is, right?
2: Yeah, really game play calling. And like their situational awareness where he just calls really smart plays on third and fourth, like yep. You know, they just get themselves in short distances and you know, I know how I don't know how much they paid Taylor, but if they can make that work, that run scheme with him, Moss, and Richardson when he comes back That's, that's the thing I like about that team where it's like, we already know the kids are arm talent. It's, it's the running stuff that really brings it up. So, so the offense changed when Minshew came in, it's, even if he's out next week, Richardson, I still wouldn't be terrified. I don't know what the Colts uh, number is right now, but i mean we'll talk about them. They may not be a team I'd be scared off of if it is Minshew.
1: Three years, 42 million, by the way, is what they paid Jonathan Taylor. So, uh, but you're right. It's the play calling. And, and I made a note of that, like, Steichen is, in, is, is a little bit like Mike Vrabel. He, he makes the interesting, right, risky call at the right time. And because he's so consistent about how he's going to make those calls, and they clearly practice these kinds of things, the team believes it, right? And so they're converting at a higher level on the plays that make the game. If there's six or seven plays in a game, they're converting at a higher level because he's got them in a position to do that. It's interesting you talk about continuing to bet a game when you believe in the number, I did that with the Colts. I did a lot with the Steelers this week. Bet him at three and a half. Bet him at four. Bet him again at four and a half. Bet the under. Like Initially, we were nervous about this game. And then we saw all the numbers that Evan was giving us. Tomlin is an underdog throughout his career. Tomlin is an underdog in this series. The underdog generally in this series. Lamar as a favorite not being very good, like again and again and again, ended up having, you know, for me, an uncomfortable amount of money on this game. And it was fucking zany.
2: Yeah, it's nice when you can kind of not, I don't want to call it lazy betting, but it's kind of lazy. Like me and Chad pretty much said it, where it's like, we don't have a choice. We've been betting this exact spot ever since me and Chad started working together. We just always take the dog especially if it's over three and a half every time. And people complain about it. They're like, there's more to it. You can't just blindly bet these trends. I hate it too, people. You think I like it when people can just lazily be like, no, you take the dog on the under. It's annoying. I agree. But it wins. And we just keep doing it. You can go through all the previous times these teams have played and what the scores were like. It sounds crazy, but it's just history continually to repeat itself. And that's what we have in this game. So I had totally given up 10-3. Kenny Pickett could not do a single thing. I was saying what all you guys were saying. I was like, that was such a stupid bet. This, this offense is broken. This team has no heart. They have no desire. And the magic happened. And they totally flipped. And me and Chad somehow are sitting here on a money line winner on Pittsburgh. And I, I just can't believe they won 17-10. Football is just really stupid sometimes. And that's why you just you bet the number, people. Like, we gave you the trends. Everything is there. Next year, if this opportunity pops up again, if even if it's a Ravens, a three and a half, you already know what me and Chad are gonna do. We're gonna take the dog in this position. So um, yeah, lo- love when the numbers hit like that, Chad.
1: I made a note in the middle of this game. Two things. One, George Pickens is the only offensive weapon. And then in the, <laughs> in the last, in the last four minutes, he made every catch that mattered. And then I wrote the only way the Steelers cover this game is a big play that gives them a short field. And then fucking chaos. Like there was a, they had the block punt. They had, there was the safety. Then they had the fumble. The Steelers had the fumble. I think it was on the return kick for the safety. And then the Ravens are driving and they have the miraculous Joey Porter junior interception in the end zone. And then Kenny Pickett hits George Pickens for a bomb. Like, are you freaking kidding me that they won this game? That it is. Somehow, Simon, the Steelers are tied with the Ravens at three and two for first place in the AFC North. The Colts are three and two, and 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 contending in the AFC South. What in the bejesus is happening here?
2: <laughs> yeah, and uh, you know, I I again, I have no idea how the rest of the season is going to go, but. I there's always times where I feel bad for the fan bases. I feel horrible for the Ravens. They're about to be 3-0 in their division. All games won on the road. And it just all fell apart there at the end. Like you're up 10 8 with the ball and your your opponent's red zone. It's just football so sickening. Like it's the sickest. That's why we make these bets. Like, yeah, do I feel an idiot when we're gonna talk about Denver? I feel like a fucking idiot. Yeah. That was horrible bet, horrible read. That's life betting bad teams. If I had a model that told me they're going to fumble the ball three times, probably would have faded Denver probably would have been the right read. So this is life betting bad teams. Like they're going to do sloppy shitty stuff. And that Pittsburgh one had all the makings of, I don't know how they're going to get to this number, but they're going to somehow get to it. And that that's just a great feeling. Those numbers work out.
1: All right. So you mentioned Denver. That's the one game that we lost. Uh, we had Denver minus two and a half in the contest. And, I could see why, like we were just fading Zach Wilson. I was a little surprised this was your best bet of the day on convince me that you went with this instead of New Orleans or something else. Like we had talked about New Orleans all week and like we were so in on New Orleans. And you know, we Mac Jones is terrible. We knew that before this game we were, and we knew Matthew Judon was out um, and Christian Gonzalez was out. And look, the Broncos, two truly incompetent teams. First half safety for the Jets against the Broncos. Jets couldn't spike the ball for a field goal at the end of the half from inside the Broncos five. The Denver D gave up a massive touchdown run to Brees Hall. Fumbled, the Jets fumbled two punts on one of them. The Broncos recovered and then fumbled it right back. The Jets throw a pick six in a pick in the end zone when they could have closed the game out. And then the Broncos fumble for a scoop and score for the Jets to seal it. Like, I'm so glad it's over.
2: <laughs> yeah, it sucks. I'll probably bet Denver again next week, but um, honestly, no regrets. Like, I pl- I played the number there. I, my read on Wilson was pretty true. I mean, it was 13-8 at halftime, and, you know, Sean Payton, this this guy I do high in high regards, his offense came out and had four three-and-outs in the second half. Like, you're, you're not going to win any games like that. I don't care who you're playing against. And, unfortunately, it didn't really matter what Zach Wilson did. They had the running game working, and. Think Hall, the run you're talking about was our first or maybe second possession of the second half. He just broke a long one for a touchdown and kind of kind of sealed our fate. Um just too many turnovers by the Broncos. So yeah, the, the afternoon games weren't kind to of me. Um like even even though we didn't have it in there, I had a decent amount on that Vikings. Uh not three and a half, but the four and a half. And it was just like, you know, one of those days where you you play the numbers and it felt like a good read, but It it, it clearly wasn't. The Chiefs were the better team all day. Even when Kelsey went out, their offense still didn't miss a beat. So um, it's just going to come to the territory. Betting bad teams, they're not always going to get there for you. It's just how it goes.
1: Yeah, I I actually didn't hesitate at all on the Broncos. I felt like, yeah, makes sense. Like, the number's right, less than a field goal. The Jets haven't proven it yet. Now they have. Like, Zach Wilson was better for two weeks in a row. Um, Simon, I want you, and I want everybody listening, To make Little Caesars, which is the official pizza sponsor of the NFL, part of your game day, Simon, can Little Caesars calm you down after a tough loss on game day? Yeah. It can. It can calm anyone down. Order online during our pizza pizza pregame one hour before NFL games and get ready for some football and fun. Choose your favorite Little Caesars pizza or pick the toppings you crave. Simon, what percentage of a pizza surface should be covered in toppings?
2: All but the crust.
1: All but the crust. That is basically, it's like the 102-yard run back. That's how much toppings Simon wants covering the top of the pizza. However you handle your Little Caesars, you win. And speaking of winning, everyone scores with convenient delivery or our in-store pizza portal pickup. So grab some friends and enjoy a few slices during the game. All right. To recap, our Fox Law was Indy plus two and a half. Big balls, better the week. Pittsburgh plus four. Check. Exec decision. New Orleans plus one and a half. Win. Simon says Atlanta minus two. All right, that push. But if you were really listening, you should have you should have gotten it at minus one and a half. Uh our round robin. We had Pittsburgh, we won. We had Indy, we won. We had the Rams, we lost. We had Minnesota, we lost. We had Arizona, we lost. So two out of the five. Um for those joining live right now, our Sunday Night Football lean. Simon, you and I are overloaded on San Francisco minus three and a half. It's the remaining bet of our faves five um, to hopefully go four and one. Give people a little bit of a rundown on why you're still liking San Francisco.
2: Uh, I mean, we had a bunch of reasons, but the biggest one is it was just, we like this matchup for the 49ers. Um, you know, situationally, they... They should win this game. They're the better team right now. They're the healthier team looking at this matchup offensively. We think they're going to be able to run the ball against Dallas. And, you know, I, I have a lot of questions about Dallas right now, so it, it, it's not too shocking. The number has not moved at all. They just hang out up there. It's just stayed there all the week. Um, you know, me and Chad normally would always be on the dog in this spot, but the 49ers is a home favorite tends to go pretty chalky. So, uh, it's, it's been a pretty good week for chalk uh I think the number one bet between bets and tickets was Miami. they covered outright was never really a sweat even though they threw a pick six yeah the other, the other, the other end zone and Detroit another team most publicly bet team double digit dog covered. so hopefully the the chalk's been keeps going good, Chad and we we get another one here to close out Sunday night and go forward. uh more.
1: uh Evan, I wonder if you could type this into the chat while. I'm um, seeing a couple more things about this game, but I do wonder: Did the Giants end up going below that 20% or 15% uh, betting threshold? I do feel like with this Niners game, until this morning, i convinced me I hadn't heard anyone tell me why they liked the Cowboys, it, other than feeling like the teams are evenly matched and they're getting the hook, which to me wasn't enough because I actually feel like the Niners have a better coach, better scheme, better offense, equal defense at worst. Stuckey had a little bit more logic about not believing in the Niners' rush defense. But against the spread, Shanahan is above 500 as a fave of more than three at home. McCarthy and Dak together uh, are above 500 against the spread when they are dogs of three or more on the road. The only stat that stood out to me, which I think plays into sort of how we think of the Cowboys and Dak. as as a team that tends to choke um, is he is 20 and five straight up in night games during his career when he's a favorite and three and seven when he's a dog. So this is not a spot that he tends to win. Forget about covering. He doesn't tend to win in this spot. All right. Tomorrow night we got the Packers visiting the Las Vegas Raiders. Uh, We previewed this um, in the show last week. I think at the time, the Raiders were one-point underdogs. Now they're two-point favorites. I don't love betting on a team when it swings from underdog to favorite. The trends are against us. How are you feeling about this?
2: Yeah, game. we talked a little bit about two and a half. They were plus two and a half on Tuesday. The line started running by the time we did the show Thursday, and it was announced Jimmy would be the starter. Got two and a half. I think they got up to minus two and a half. Now it's settled at minus two um i'm with chad like i I still probably would bet on the raiders i probably still will uh but totally get if you don't like this number you just want to skip i just it's hard for me to back love on the road against a raiders team that's just desperate here for a win so um i'll i'll take the take the home favorite here minus two
1: simon can you name the fastest growing ticketing app in the united states
2: game time
1: that's right it's your sponsor game time i love game time for two reasons one, they sponsored this show. Thank you very much. But number two, I actually use Game Time to buy tickets. You guys have heard me talk about it so many times, as recently as telling my wife to buy tickets for a Michigan football game through Game Time. It is an amazing product. They've got amazing last minute deals on all sorts of tickets, including pro and college football games. Speaking of which, I'm actually going to open Game Time right now. From my house, I'm looking at it. I can see games. Look, I can go see the Jets next week. Um, or I can go see the New York Knicks preseason basketball, less than you know, 80 bucks. I can see the Brooklyn Nets preseason basketball for 10 bucks. Whatever you need, no matter where you live, download the game time app, get out, have some fun this week, go sweat your bets live and in person. And you can redeem code FAVORITES for $20 off your first purchase. Terms apply. Again, just download the app and enter code FAVORITES for $20 off. Last-minute tickets, lowest price guaranteed. All right. Week six, we're looking at some lines on Bet365 right now. Simon, I wrote some down that I thought might be early leans for us. Buys next week are the Packers and the, uh, the the AFC North leading Pittsburgh Steelers. They're a juggernaut. Shut them down. First game I looked at. Titans plus four and a half hosting the Ravens.
2: It's it's it, it stinks, but I'll take it. Cause I, I do think it's gonna drop, but first glance I'm just like, why and why in the world is this so high? Like this should be three, three and a half at most. It's four and right? a half. So I will take the value and if we're me and Chatter walk into a trap, we'll buy out of it. But I, I gotta take that early value on Tennessee. But
1: why do we think it would be that right now?
2: I don't know. It's a weird line. I do not get it because I, I I don't know the, all the respect given to this Ravens team. And, yeah, Tennessee played bad, but that's kind of how divisional games go, right? And that's why I feel the same with the Ravens where it's like maybe this is where we're reacting to the Ravens and they're not as bad as we perceive right now or uh, is Tennessee not as good as we perceive? But four and a half, that's, that's a huge number for this Ravens team to be catching. So I, I'll, I'll walk into it right now with you, Chad. I'll, I'll grab the four and a half.
1: Well, I'm seeing it drop a little bit. So, what do we think about? What do we think of it at four?
2: Yeah, st- still grabbing. Like to me, it should be three. Like that's that make that number makes sense here. So it's, I'm happy it's dropping because at least the smart money is coming in on Tennessee. But like, right? What what a weird number to hang by the sports book.
1: It's so strange. I don't get it. I totally don't get it.
2: Um, grab it, grab it.
1: But yeah, I'm hitting it right now. Because uh, geez, Louise, that makes no sense. We love Rabel in this spot, and I will say, like, Tannehill is getting the ball out faster than any player in the NFL right now. And when he's and like DeAndre Hopkins was amazing today, so there were moments where it was not going to be easy to win that game uh, as as an Indian, Indianapolis Colts. Better, all right. Another game I looked at: Denver plus ten and a half at Kansas City on Thursday night.
2: We can do it. We always lose this bet though. We lose this bet every time. But we make this bet every time. doesn't matter if it's Locke. doesn't matter if it's Wilson. We bet We bet every time I do the show with you, Chad, we take this number and we somehow die. Do we? We, we somehow always die, yes. I, I don't know if Ed will have the numbers for us by Tuesday, but I promise you, we take this number every time. <laughs> we take them here every time, and it just never works out for us. But we're suckers to it. I saw it too, and it's like the same massive number for a Thursday night. On a short week, um, how but this do we is not when Mahomes,
1: buy- like. Mahomes does not cover this number. It's no. too big.
2: I know. And
1: honestly, it's entirely possible the number goes higher based on what's happening today.
2: I, yeah, I don't know if it goes higher, though, because the like the pros will take this. Again, I, a 10.5? Are you kidding me? This is insane. This number is insane. So we will take this number, and we will lose this every time, Chad. It's just it's it's truly history repeating itself. Me and Chad can't help it. The books know it. The public gets fat off Mahomes somehow every time as a double digit favorite against Denver. I don't get it, but we, we have to we have to bet this Denver number and I hate it.
1: The look ahead line on this uh was seven.
2: Oh shit. Yeah.
1: So yeah, that's come insane. Come on. We're betting this game. Um all right. Sometimes thank
2: God we can't put this in contest though.
1: Oh god, no. There's no way. Um, all right. What about Indy this week? And if I skip a game, if I get a game that like you haven't thought about yet, please interrupt me. You no,
2: know, I grabbed India five. It's it's running. It's already four and a half, four at some books. So that's just another number I'm going to grab now. Um, let the week play out, see who the quarterback is. And if it moves against me and Chad, maybe we'll get out. But I'll just take the early value here on a Colts team that, you know, Chad said it like, There's there's a little bit of magic to this team. They just play really hard. They're really well coached. I don't really know if the Jaguars are good or they've just been in England for two weeks. Like, this is just a really strange team that um, I'm not going to overreact to them beating the Bills today because a lot goes into that. The Bills just got out slow. Kind of saw, you know, Josh Allen get it together by the second half, but it was just too late. So, uh, yeah, grab grab the four and a half. Another game, we'll just grab it now if we need to, we'll buy out of the position. But this this is one of the first bets I made before we jumped on at five.
0: Um,
1: All right. Well, I'm glad I'm seeing the same thing as you are. Uh, Seattle plus three. Seattle plus three. Where they playing? I, I wrote the number down, but I forgot to They're write. They're
2: playing the Bengals. It, it, it's oh, it's yeah, already right. gone, so we can keep it moving because I'll probably be at the Bengals at two and a half. But okay, um, I, I got where you're coming from. I liked it at three, but it's already two and a half and a lot of books. So I, I might end up on Bengals. They just, they look like they got it right today with Joe and yep. his deep ball to Jamar Chase looks so much better.
1: Uh, all right. The last one that I was looking at, which made me sick, but I had to think about it for a second. New York Giants plus 14 and a half against the Buffalo Bills.
2: Nah. it's the same thing with Miami last week when do I ever take a public team double digits getting 90% of the bets and 90% of the tickets never but I just did with Miami because I just felt like the, the line was too overrated because the Giants defense I don't think the books have caught up to it I don't know if, I don't think they know to grade how banged up this team is offensively and defensively so um, can't get there but one w- of the hardest games I'm having with right now we'll just touch on it real quick Yeah, is Cleveland 49ers It's it's plus 3 for Cleveland yeah. what the fuck like I automa automatically I bet the 49ers here just in case they do blow out the Cowboys tonight and this could easily get up to minus four, but another weird number spooks the hell out of me, just throwing a little bit on the 49ers here in case they do win big tonight, but the strangest number, like the respect they have for Cleveland right now is pretty obvious like yes, they're they're inviting you to come in right now and take 49ers so be careful. I know it's a sucker is better now I'm walking into it. I'm just hoping. Me and Chad are right about tonight. 49ers winning cover. The number goes up to four. Then I have good value. But don't be shocked if me and Chad end up on Cleveland next week. It just, it just looks like one of the games that will be an island taking. But this is a stinky number minus two right now. I'll, I'll, I'll take a little bit on this 49ers team.
1: It stinks, Simon. I'm telling you right now, it stinks. <laughs> so what did I miss? Did I miss any of the lines that you might have hit already?
2: Uh, No one's going to bet it. Uh, The only other bet I made so far is Tampa Bay Bucks. They're plus three right now against the Lions. It's just a fade off the Lions are the most hyped team of football right now. I like to fade golf on the road after that kind of win outdoors. I fucking hate it too. I get it. You're just like, why am I doing this right now? You can wait if you want. I'm just grabbing in case the professional money comes in on it. But Tampa, it's a a nice home dog spot to fade this Lions team. So it it sucks. I hate that we got to do it, but I'm taking the three right now. Uh, just in case it drops down.
1: No, you're right. I I looked at that one and sort of ran over it. And I had had ulterior motives. That's hard. I I, I had ulterior motives for it, partially because preview, I'm thinking about something with the Lions for our film session for the favorites. (laughs) And I'm like, do I want to be talking about a team that I might want to be betting against on that? So so I was debating like, where am I going to land? So I, I wanted to figure that out. Uh, I want to figure that out first. All right, I think
2: it's going to go up. The, honestly, I think I'll go three now, four. Um, if you want to wait, but
1: I do want to wait. I mean, I, yeah. I I like the I like the Bucks here, and I feel I, like, I just want people to
2: understand that's a game we're probably going to be on.
1: Yes, I I a hundred percent agree. Totally agree. Um, all right. So just to be clear, we hit the Titans. Uh, that was at about four and a half. Um, actually four, running. Denver, we hit a uh, plus ten and a half, even though we know we're going to get killed. Just for a little taste. Don't <laughs> listen. It's Sunday night. Don't overload. This is about getting the best of the number, right? And we're like, just know that you might have to play ugly numbers sometimes. Um, and we bet. And, in-
2: and, and sometimes it doesn't even matter. Like Chad didn't get it, but I was on Arizona plus four and a half. I played back small in the Bengals at two and a half, but like my real bet was Cardinals four and a half had a great number, felt great all week, got smashed. So it's like, it does, sometimes it doesn't matter if you get the best number. Right.
1: And we like uh, indie, uh plus five. I'm actually seeing some five and a halves out there, Simon. So if you can get it, get it. Um, all right. As a reminder, the Favorites podcast is presented by Bet365. Bet365 doesn't do ordinary. That's why you get more boosts with them than with anyone else. Every day, they power up the odds on hundreds of bets to give you a chance to win more. Bet365 boosts specific markets, your winnings, and even parlays, and they don't stop there. Keep an eye out for their biggest and best odds with the incredible super boost. Check out the boosts and see why it's never ordinary at Bet365. Must be 21 and over in states, also 18 and over in Kentucky, and present in Colorado, Iowa, Kentucky, New Jersey, Ohio, or Virginia. Gambling problem? Call 1-800-GAMBLER in Colorado, Kentucky, New Jersey, Ohio, and Virginia, or 1-800-BETS-OFF in Iowa. Terms and conditions and restrictions apply. Catch our next episode live on Tuesday, 1.45 p.m. Eastern on Action Network YouTube channel and on app on AMP covering the entire NFL Week 6 board. Download us from Apple Podcasts, from Spotify, wherever you get your podcasts. Rate, review, subscribe. Leave us five stars. Say whatever you want. For Simon Hunter, I am Chad Millman. We will see you on Tuesday. Love you.